Hi, and welcome to Phantasmal Farces Adventure Rise, where we delve into the world of entertainment and see if we can pull an adventure out of our arse. Our aim is to inspire and to show, so long as you look, almost anything can be a tabletop adventure. So don't be intimidated, and let's see what we can stitch together. I'm Alan, and I'm the forever GM McCastrix of a group of players in Wales. I love casting my fourth level arcane eye over stories and seeing how they translate into adventures. In this episode, we will be adventurizing Arkham Asylum, Serious House on Serious Earth. Arkham Asylum is a Batman graphic novel written by Grant Morrison and illustrated by David Keaton. The story follows the vigilante Batman who is called to quell a maddening riot taking place in Arkham Asylum. Inside, Batman confronts many of his enduring rogues galleries such as the Joker, Two-Face and Killer Croc, many of them being different to how they normally are portrayed. As Batman ventures deeper, he discovers the origin of how the asylum was established, the history of its builder, Amadeus Icon, and the supernatural and psychological mystery surrounding this area. Opinionize. Hi Rod, how are how... you? Yeah, hi Rod, how are you this evening? Konnichiwa, I am well, how are you? I am also good. So, Batman, it's a big one. Well, uh... Yeah, I I think it's easy for me to come out and just say that I really like um, Arkham Asylum or Serious House on Serious Earth. Um, I like that it gives um, the uh, titular asylum uh, a bit of fleshed out rather than just being a, you know, like a prison with a different name. Uh, it turns it into a very kind of horror infused place with the story of Amadeus Arkham and all the uh the stuff that goes on with him um being um, um well ha- how to put it the fact that he's he's a murderer who doesn't really admit it to himself doesn't he um yeah he's got that kind of uh Jack the Rippery Victorianish feel to the Ark um the Amadeus Arkham storyline. And then you've got the the Batman story, or it's not even really a story. It's very it's a very simple setup and he kind of just travels through the asylum meeting the various people. Um and yeah, the, the Batman stuff is almost I, I, I would describe the artwork as as well, it's great. But I'd also describe it as dreamlike. Um, it's almost kind of vague and indistinct in some ways, um, obviously on purpose. But um, yeah, it's just it's a very it's a very worthwhile graphic novel, I would say. Yeah, I'd go so far as to say it's one of the best. It's uh, it's very, like you say, surreal. Um, almost abstract art um, is is pushing towards cubism almost. It's it's got a a slight Picasso feel, but I would say it's also very reminiscent of Klimt. It feels very collage as well. You get thing you get the 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 main sort of um, uh, what do they call them panels, but then you've also got this backdrop and background of 
things that you know they just clock faces and things that you might not normally recognize uh but actually are then following on and, and actually homages to and nods to what happens and goes on in the stories so there's a lot of things like lace and things like that because of the the mother's wedding dress and so forth so um yeah the art style is is very unique in that sense it's probably i mean well we're talking now the book's what 50 years old by now uh 89 so what's that 32 years uh yes not quite 50 years old thank you because well we both are older than this book it's either way it's been a huge influence on me like in batman uh as as one of the you know he would be my most favorite of all the dc um uh heroes or pantheon however you want to look at it i mean sorry aquaman from episode two um it captures the dark and gritty and, and visceral feel of batman as well you know with the the, the smudged way uh, uh that it's sometimes drawn um it's not like a normal comic in the sense of everyone has block writing in a white uh voice bubble as well um the joker has quite almost illegible it's really quite difficult to read red yeah. uh text whereas batman is white writing on a black speech bubble uh which to me gives it a more of a it, it pulls to more of his sort of a gruff and dark uh he's, he's our batman method of speech Whereas everyone else then speaks uh, as we would expect them to with your, your stereotypical white and black on white. No, white on black. Yeah, yeah. No, black on white. Um, but yeah, following a reread now then, I've noticed a lot more as well. He's uh, Batman just is a shadowy figure. So you could interpret it as um, you, the reader, seeing Batman... Uh, as he appears to the criminals, just glimpses in the shadows and figment of your imagination and sort of, uh, you know, something that just happens in the corner of your eye. But yeah, overall, this is probably my favourite book of the five or six feature-length Batman graphic novels, and it was it, it really sort of catapulted Batman up there for me. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, close to my heart. It's, uh, it's nostalgic for me as well as just being overall brilliant. I, I was a little bit late to the party with this one. I'd played the first Arkham Asylum game uh, before I read this. That was what uh, prompted me to seek this out. Um, so I was a little bit later to it, but it it very quickly just kind of jumps to kind of like, when I think of Batman, um, this is very high on the list of things that if if someone just says batman this is probably what comes to mind possibly the christian bale films but um basically this and the christian bale films are kind of my they're my batman that that that's they're the kind of core of my uh interpretation of batman if someone i mean it's similar with me if someone were to start talking about batman comics this is the one thing that immediately springs to mind. Very little else, you know, will will come anywhere close to this. It's, it's a nice little standalone. It's a one-shot book, effectively. Um, quite yeah, there are... Quite ending as well. It's, 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 it's good. Yeah, the ending is one of the only things that... When you say it's one-shot, um, 
the ending with Two Face. That's one of the few bits that relies on um, an understanding of more of the the Batman world. Um, because the fact he goes against the coin at the end, um, that that's that's kind of a a huge deal when it comes to Two Face. I know he does kind of manipulate it, but the way they play it, uh, it's kind of very um, focused that he goes against the coin. It's a they, you know, it, it the art focuses quite uh, clearly on the coin to show that you know which side he's looking at. Um, and I do think if you weren't as familiar with his shtick that he flips the coin and lives by the coin. Um, I think that th that ending might, there might be something lost in the ending, but it is only a very, that's almost kind of like the epilogue rather than the true ending, I guess. Because it, ha it happens after the main conflict has been sorted. Yeah, it also comes with a very poetic appendices, whereby it has a, a sort of, breakdown of each character in prose yes so um there's lots of stuff to uh uh interpret mm -hmm. uh, but yeah let's let's give the people what they want let's and what i want let's really jump into this and uh let's get mechanizing mechanize i had an initial thought when i came up with this which uh, I've also got some ideas that are not my initial thought. Um, but my initial thought was initially to ditch all the Batman trappings, i.e. not have Batman or the Joker, um, and just kind of take the idea of a uh, overrun asylum as the idea and make the asylum a dungeon. Um, and you could have the party just be, uh, a, you know, hired to... Uh, to enter the dungeon and or asylum sorry uh and just you know fight their way through uh you know finding some of the inmates benign some of them uh more aggressive and you know they saved the the staff happy days Ooh. but that was a very kind of scratch the surface interpretation and i on a kind of a bit more thought about it i decided that you didn't have to be so boring with it but i'm interested to hear what your kind of initial things were well my my thought process often begins now with preempting your question um where do the characters or the players go that that and... was another concern of mine is that how do you replace batman a famously a fa famously a famously, um, although he does have, you know, it does depend, but he's famously, to a certain extent, alone. Uh, how do you replace him with a bunch of people? That's what kind of, that, that's what led me to go in. Maybe we just chuck out all the, the set dressing, but carry on. Well, it was almost like Neo touching the, the glass for me where it was almost falling through the lens of the book. 
and, and inhabiting the world. There is so much that you could do with it that it, 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 the, the possibilities are endless with it. Um, why can't you be Batman and his entourage of allies? Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, Batgirl, hell, even Alfred could be in there somehow. Um, and then you could be more mundane people. You could just be hapless vigilantes, you know, similar situation. The Joker and so forth have broken loose, uh, or in this case have been set loose. Um, so why why not then people going in there to assist and, and, and stop that from happening? There's, you know, Batman may be on his game of cat and mouse. So you are a group of uh, minor um, heroes or superheroes or a SWAT team trying to quell the 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 riot or the, the takeover. Um, then why not turn it on its head and completely flip the script? Why are you not the inmates trying to avoid the chaos and Batman wandering around the place? Because Batman in this, he is particularly callous and cruel. He doesn't pull his punches in this one. I mean, Batman is often quite rough and tumble, but in this one, yeah. he is actively vicious. Yes, definitely. Um, and then it made me think, well, if you're going to do something like that, then why not be the villains, the, you know, the, the villains hunting Batman? Croxy, Maxi, Croxy? Croc, Maxi Zeus, <laughs> uh, Two-Face, Joker, uh, Dr. Sidney Applebaum, or whatever his name was, uh, Cavendish. Ah, okay, yeah. So you're saying, um, oh, I like that idea. So as in being... So almost a kind of like a hide and seek thing where you're after you're trying to find Batman as he moves around the various places. Yeah, people tend to avoid the sort of the evil games. They don't find it easy in the sense of, you know, once you've committed murder, then inevitably the authorities are going to be after you. But they they are in the Wild West. You know, the inmates have literally taken over the asylum. So why not, if you're going to be evil, this is the one where you can really lean into it. Um, you could change it slightly, whereby there are still hostages remaining in there. But we already know these people are nasty and evil, so why not turn it into cat and mouse and then have them bickering amongst themselves? Who is going to have the kill? Who's going to be able to want to catch the bat? Uh, is the Joker the leader, the de facto leader? You know, he is an agent of chaos. After all, will he just go with the flow, as uh, as the psychologist uh, Ruth Evans explains it as, when he has as... this... Sorry. All I was going to say is, as quite often, as it appears as we get deeper into this series and we have more... We dig up more ideas... Uh, I've got some inspiration that I didn't have before. Because um, your cat and mouse, you're the, the bad guys. I have genuinely, I'm, I'm quite excited. I've got a, an idea I didn't have that I'm now quite excited about. So let me pitch this to you. Okay. Your idea of your, the, your Croc, Maxi Zeus, Two-Face, Joker, you know, who, whoever you want to be. The, the, the villains within it with Batman hunting you down and well because it, it's kind of it would be a bit of 
things would flip, wouldn't they? Sometimes you'd be on the the kind of front foot hunting Batman, and then he'd flip it on you, and he'd be hunting you. But um, a game of dread with that concept. Yeah, of course. Yeah, why not? Um, if anything, dread actually. Well, a lot of games you tend to not split the party, but this concept would actually actively require you to split the party because that's how Batman overcomes. He divides and conquers. Yeah. Um, particularly in this book, at least. So, um, yeah, but Dread would allow that because it's it's not so rigid in the sense of you can only move so far and so forth. You have a blueprint and you move from room to room, area to area. So, yeah, you, you, that, that's, that's really good, actually. That's... Uh, certainly going to change my mind and my uh um my attitude towards wanting to play it um let me pitch you more though there's there's so many more this is crazy uh there's even more if you're going to be mundane people or hapless vigilantes why not make it a similar setting to episode one's dance macabre and have it where you're just regular folk who've stumbled upon what is seemingly an abandoned mansion um but obviously these people bless them they've been institutionalized to the point where they've remained sort of akin to the the prologue of season one of american horror story where okay. they um it's what's his face from maroon five where they're sort of being all sexy and whatnot and they're going around an old asylum but there is still someone inhabiting it so why not have that only these people are far more far more dangerous they will actively hunt rather than stalk and things like that so there's that um again why not go a little bit of both a little bit of good a little bit of bad and send in the suicide squad the new film now will allow you to choose because that's that's ultimately there where the knife edge lies is do you want to be your own character or do you want to be an established character not everyone wants to be an established character they don't want to inhabit someone with an already established backstory where they feel that they would have to rigidly stay within the confines of this person's personality and so forth. Um, but then again, having said that, there's lots more people coming out now then, or more characters rather being introduced from the new um, Suicide Squad film, such as John Cena and uh, the killer, not Killer Croc, uh, King, King Shark. Yeah. And... Yeah. There's a polka dot man, and there's a ferret, a weasel, no, a weasel ferret? I don't know, there's loads. I, I, I have looked it up, but I can't, I can't remember any of them. I hadn't, I hadn't considered uh, using this as a jump-off point to get more um, DC characters, so I, I, I didn't read up on who's in it um, before we recorded, but th there's a lot, you are right. Yeah, you could do that. They go in and they mop up the mess. The, the you know, Batman's disposed of in some way. Um, so in go the Suicide Squad. They are not. I mean, in fairness, the book shows that Batman is not too bothered about how he goes about the just the 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 quelling of the insurrection himself. But you know, maybe the the Suicide Squad may be a little bit more lenient towards them because they're friends and effectively colleagues. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're trying to shave a couple of years off their sentence and they go in all guns blazing as it were so yeah 
that's the thing. It's a very dark and violent book, and obviously the the tone of um, or the setting of an asylum. Uh, I think it does mean that this isn't for everyone. I think this is definitely a an idea. This isn't a, a one shot you pull out of your back pocket when people can't show up. I think this is something that you need people to agree. Like they have to know what's coming and and uh, and agree to play. Yeah, much like the book itself, this this game can be done tongue in cheek and joyfully and a bit of glee, but. Uh... The, the book is not all sunshine and roses and and that in my opinion should come through in the game itself you yeah know, it's obviously you know there are certain holes to be barred but uh it can feel as though it's a no holes barred situation sometimes um but yeah ultimately the mechanic that i would have is pretty much as you mentioned hide and seek cat and mouse game um you can employ maps and and mechanics to hunt the the variant comes from the who's and the hows, basically. You know, are you the good guys? Are you the bad guys? Are you these bunch of good guys? Are you these mundane bunch of good guys? Are you hapless people stumbling upon the place, etc., etc.? Are you some of the hostages t- taking it upon yourself to be a hero? You know, so that that's where I was aiming for. Uh, have you got any ideas to pitch then, other than that one? Uh, so I had my boring idea. Or rather, not my, not necessarily boring, because it would still be a great game having the the setting as a dungeon to work through. Um, but it's a bit standard. I think that's an idea that you know anyone can come up with. Um, something that's quite uh, popular is one to one play, as in one player, one GM. Um, so I think this could make a very good uh, uh, setting for that because that can really give you the Batman. Because I know Batman does have Robin, Nightwing, etc., but Batman is generally considered to be um, alone. I know it's weird to say that because he has got those things, but he normally is separate to them. Even even in stories that feature them, he's generally considered to be a little a little segregated from them. Um, so doing a one to one game, um, I think this could work really well. But I also think it would be very intense. Um, but you could do a very you could do all the Batman tropes: the investigation, the cat and mouse having to use like you say tactics of divide and conquer because there is only one of you uh this could play into the the away from the comic book and into the computer game side of things as well then where you are uh hiding in the shadows and using all your gizmos and gadgets and explosives and things to to try and navigate the asylum as much as sneak around it as well yes yeah and it would be um a relatively i i guess it would be a relatively uh what's the word it it would almost be a a bit theme parky maybe you know as in like you just travel through the story um 
but if you enjoy batman having a kind of stereotypical batman experience could be could be good but to have it with the the level of violence and intensity um that the source material implies um i think it would also be quite tough for two people and see where you're coming from yeah you you could fall into the trap of being on the old choo-choo train whereby in going to this room you know certain people will be there oh this is the sewers i can expect croc for example um but that's not to say that you can't invent someone on the fly a henchman for example and throw that at them being batman what's to stop him from going outside and climbing up the side and coming across maybe poison ivy who is manipulating the the greenery and topiary like ivy climbing up the side of the building itself you know things like that on the fly can help um as for the the yeah it, it would take a dark tone it uh you'd have to you'd have to be sensible about it yeah and my my other pitch is um relevant to a book that's been released this week um van richten's uh guide to ravenloft so um for anyone who's listening that doesn't know ravenloft is essentially the name of various um domains of dread so a particularly evil person uh essentially gets taken by some unknown evil forces and basically put into a ironic uh prison where basically it's a land they can't leave or uh, an area they can't leave pocket dimension um, maybe would be a good way of describing it yeah um where although they are given a lot of power they are also tormented by it it's a it's a horror um kind of concept and setting um the there are several kind of canon uh domains and dark dark lords the person who a domain is created for is called a dark lord and when i was going through this one of the things that i found very difficult to tie in was that you've got the batman story in the present and then you've also got the Amadeus Arkham uh, background story. So I was thinking Amadeus Arkham as a Dark Lord and Arkham Asylum being his domain of dread. Well, how about that? What's that? That, uh... that sounds good because it is his place of torment. Um Towards the end of his arc, however, it's it's not. He's come to, to terms with it all. But yeah, a lot of bad things have happened to him in that house. So to have him relive that over and over again would be a fitting punishment, you know, in, in that ironic sense that he's, he doesn't need to be punished for anything. It's more for someone's amusement almost. Um, yeah, that's that's a good one, actually. That's, that's actually... Uh, yeah, don't get too excited about it. I don't want to make give you a big head, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good idea. Would it be the asylum itself? For example, uh, the computer game has it as uh, an island, 
So yes, would you I... have it as just the island, or would you have a larger, say, for example, the city of Gotham itself as the uh, domain? Well, that was the thing. I was, I was, I did have a thinking, a, th- a thinking. I did have thoughts about that. Um, I think it would be the island, um, because then you've got a little bit of variation. Uh, but you could still have the mists around the island. You can't leave the island. I did, part of me did think, what if you had Gotham City entirely as a domain of dread? But that Gotham City wouldn't be his domain of dread. A a domain of dread is supposed to be for a Dark Lord, someone who's evil. Um, and And this is kind of sacrilege. I know a lot of DC fanboys are going to burn effigies of us now. But there's the the interpretation that, you know, Batman is just a rich billionaire uh, beating up the mentally ill. Um, I know that isn't the takeaway you're supposed to get from the, the comics and the films, but uh, I, I'm presuming you've seen that uh, 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 meme going around or, or theory. Yeah. Uh, it is it, it it rings true it's why i laughed it's because it's uh it hits the nail on the head yeah so if we were going to open it up to gotham city as a whole and this is not something i've developed you know i don't have a lot of developed things but gotham city surely would be if if gotham city was anyone's domain of dread the dark lord yeah. for it would be batman yeah I saw where that was coming. I, I, I saw that coming. It's, uh, it's very good. I like that. Um, Maybe that's uh, for another conversation, though, when, uh, when we do a adventurized for the bat who laughs. Yes. But, yeah, because that's the other thing as well is with the, 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 the domain. You can... Because the asylum is obviously... Arkham Asylum is not a accurate representation of uh, basically psychiatric medical care. Certainly not how it should be done. Um, so the fact that it is this twisted version of kind of you know Victorian shock therapy, if it was not reality but a place created to torment Amadeus, it would explain why it's so archaic and uh brutal um and also as well he obviously has the deathly fear of because obviously years before batman existed he was terrified of the bat um yeah yeah he inherited that from his his mother god rest her so uh yes so you've got a uh a built-in that's another thing you can kind of what is it do you do you literally use batman is batman there and he is the bat or is the bat something else uh basically building up it, it up as a, a domain of dread designed to torment amadeus there's a lot of kind of horror things you can you can kind of um build up because obviously uh the general gist of a Ravenloft campaign is you go into the domain of dread and you figure out uh, how to 
momentarily defeat the Dark Lord so that you can get back out of the mists. So is Batman a character? Do the do the um, players ally with Batman? But particularly, again, like you say, in this interpretation of Batman, he's quite uh, callous, brutal. Is he too brutal for the... Uh, the um, for the players is what uh, allows them to leave if they defeat Batman is the the fact that he sees the bat defeated will that you know will that cause the mists to part so he can so he can leave because a, a dark lord can never be um, kind of put at ease but maybe uh you know there's something about if you defeat batman he realizes that you know uh his fear of the bat was more about his own kind of uh dark impulses than it ever was about the actual bat uh there's lots of things you uh, you can kind of do um but yeah when i i i think it's that's kind of how I would want to do it. I would build, I, I would use the Raven love setting to create a domain of dread designed to torment the character of Amadeus Arkham. That's a very good one. That That is a, a little slice of fried gold. Well done. And thankfully, the, 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 the book came out in time. I am looking forward to receiving my own copy very soon. It, it is very good. Um, I a little bit of a, a review um it's it's not is it the best fifth edition book you know that's a bit of a you know loaded question because it's what is it the best you know book for obviously you know you can't do anything without the player's handbook so is that the best book um you know what i mean um it it is very good it's very it's got lots of it's got a good mix, basically. It's got the setting information, but there are a couple of player options, some monsters. It, it, there's stuff to add to your game, whether you're a player or a, or a GM. It's a really, it's, it is a really good book, available in all good bookstores. I'm not really doing a plug, but it, it was good enough that when I was reading through it and then thought about Arkham Asylum, I was like, these two things slot together well. Systemize. Um, yeah, so in the systems, what systems were you looking for? I've got um, kind of a few. So uh, for the one-to-one -one game, I would use one of the gumshoe one-to-one systems. I'm not sure entirely which one would be best suited for creating a kind of a Batman atmosphere, but um, they've got several and i think more are coming out um gumshoe being the pale grain press uh system um there's cthulhu confidential um and others that i can't remember um but if you were to do a classic uh just the asylum as a dungeon that can be your five finder or osr just any flavor of D. &D. 
Um, and if you build up a domain of dread, I know it's Ravenloft is a D&D property, but I would say use your uh, horror-themed game of choice. I, I, I wouldn't really want to push you, you either way. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think for a truly horror game, 5th edition is a little bit... Uh, a little bit too survivable, a little bit too... You don't need to feel scared because you're, you're a dude who can, you know, punch a dragon in the face. So why would you be scared of a... Why would you be scared of a little old bat? Um, what about yourself? Yeah, you, you shared some of my, uh, my thoughts there, to be honest with you. Um, any of the horror-based games, Dread, Ten Candles, that would suit well. But um, based off of my variability in what sort of character you'd be playing, uh, I would have said one of the five finders for the, the very purpose of the survivability. You know, the named characters and so forth, they are able to withstand more trauma than most normal mere mortals, shall we say. So yeah. having that, uh, obviously... Ha <clears throat> Excuse me. Using the Ravenloft uh, splat book would also be quite helpful because it's already written for uh, fifth edition. So a lot of the sort of information provided in that book would be geared towards the rule set already. You know, for fifth edition D and D. Um, for the less more mundane, nameless, low level folk mere mortals again uh maybe uh worlds of darkness because again if you're insane and whatnot there are rules for insanity in it so why not start out with a bunch of those insanities as the um as the inmates or slowly but surely as you're being chased either as batman or by batman or whatever the case is that you know slowly the the, the tendrils and the insidious side of Arkham Asylum starts to, to, to weed away at your sanity, for example, and starts to pick away at it. Um, my, my personal highlight was when I was writing this, I was thinking quite smugly, this is a slice of fried gold right now. Um, employing the idea of cat and mouse or hide and seek, you could take and try and mash together two concepts so for example a generic rules light rpg framework if combat were to exist yeah but also using the mechanic of a board game called escape the aliens from outer space whereby there's a hexagonal grid and you are having you are calling out your location be it correctly or erroneously based on the turn of a card um which would lend itself to, to a hunt quite well. Otherwise, you're having to restrain yourself knowing full well where Batman is and you're going to have to go, well, I'm going to take this way, just drag the game out a little longer. Why not have the element where you have absolutely no idea where Batman is? And then if you were to come across him, you could then have combat rolling for initiative whereby the the bad guys or the villains were to have the upper hand. If Batman were to be the one who to find you, he would instead have the upper hand. 
something along those lines. You know, if you were to figure out where Batman was um, because he's in in uh, uh, combat with someone else, obviously the tides may turn. So there's there's that. It does involve not effectively inventing your own brand new game, but it does involve a little bit of work to to put the two together. But uh, yeah, my my idea of using the escape from uh, escape the aliens from outer space uh, would work just like double chef's kiss for hide and seek cat and mouse type games. I'll do it now. So that that was my idea. That was that was the, the, what I'm bringing to the table today, and then I'm just going to put that there and say my work here is done. That is very good. I think it would be a little bit. I think it would be harder than you've you've made it sound but that could be awesome that's that's a you know that's that's a effectively you've designed a designed a uh, an actual board game or you know the i the, the seed of an actual board game uh the it's it's kind of uh what's the word uh it's basically taking um, Fury of Dracula, and mixing it with uh, um, the game that you said, es- Escape the Aliens from Outer Space. Yeah. Yes, Fury of Dracula. You're right. Yeah, it does have an element of hunting down. Although the one side of them, because it's it's many against one, um, so the many do know where they are in the asylum. I would imagine that the inmates are not in communication with one another either, so everyone's in the dark. Um, then again, having said that, obviously you could have two sides as well, not just Batman versus one versus many. It could be the Bat family versus um, some villains as well. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the game itself doesn't... Although it does have characters per se, they're... Um, their mechanics are for that game only. You could, you know, you you can play it without the the character mechanic of it all, and just play it vanilla flavored, where you're just having the standard move and um, uttering of noise, for example. If you've ever played it, I would urge you to go and find it. It's a brilliant game. Um, one I would I have done quite well on, and I've been commented as being a genius before. It is your greatest honor and greatest shame I, I i believe is your performances in that game i i dwell on the honor i forget conveniently about the shame okay um let's move on to our final thoughts summarize okay um so i would be interested in pretty much any of the ideas that we've come up with uh i i like them all they're all different uh spins on effectively horror concepts i think i think everything we've said is if not horror definitely within the kind of thriller genre um yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't make two bones about it if it's not horror you're leaning heavily into the um, the dark side of, say, for example, Call of Cthulhu. Not so much the, the, the cultist or cult side of things, but definitely into the real sort of trippy sort of uh, 
the 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 dark recesses of man's mind. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I I would definitely like any of these. But I think, yeah, I can't really pick one. Um. But I like just for the sake of you know because you know you can't do everything. I think either doing a campaign with a Domain of Dread based on Amadeus Arkham or uh, a Dread game where you're the uh, the rogues gallery as Batman is is wandering around and you're trying to find him before he finds you. Those are my those are my top picks. But everything we've said, I I'm a definite yes. Initially, I felt the book was a work of art and that's how it should remain. Um, I felt it was too nostalgic and it, it, I held it in too, too deeply a, a high regard to, to try and sully it with us mere mortals toying with the, the concept. But having listened to everything now, the Domains of Dread has really piqued my interest. So while i'm waiting for my book i would certainly play a domains of dread and then if when i do receive it and i can i can form my own opinions and and create it myself i would maybe run a game of uh, uh a domain of dread as well probably in fifth edition just for the sake of of ease of transition um because if i'm going to put some legwork in i would try and flesh out the uh the escape from aliens from outer space and uh, try and see if there were any sort of uh, rules like RPGs or something like that, that we could then. Like I said, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I would certainly try and find two, one concept we already know of. I'd try and find a second and try and marry the two with as little effort as possible, because that's what you want to do. You want to concentrate more on fleshing out the ideas of the the system, not so much the system, sorry, the uh, the setting itself rather than the system. And ultimately i wouldn't say that i was a dc or batman fan by any means of uh, the imagination you know I, I i i know that there are people out there who know the the story you know inside and out far far better than i could um but yeah a quick read of this book will give you sufficient particularly if you read it with an open mind and an open heart and try and sort of feel it as opposed to just absorb the, the the book itself and the story to try and actually interpret it and see the artistic side of it all um that will certainly give you the feel that i personally am, I would be aiming for okay so it's a it's a clean sweep it's a it's a yes it's a yes from me yes from you an um, unanimous yes so uh, i guess there's it's just it's that time to say thank you to everybody listening. Yes, thank you to everybody listening. Um, we have met in a certain way one of the people who listen, um, and it was it was really sort of uh, affirming to know that someone out there is enjoying what we're putting out there. Um, and it is nice to see that this little seed that we've planted is starting to bear fruit as well. Um, we have now become affiliated with our friendly local game store. Yeah, so I'm going to hand you over now, Alan. I've set the stage. Take it away. Okay, so uh, in the show notes is a link um, to Firestorm Games. If you're already looking to buy 
um, RPG or war game hobby uh, stuff, um, please consider um, clicking our link in the show notes. Um, we will get a, a little bit of commission, but it won't cost you anything. And it uh, potentially will uh, allow us to do more things. So, yeah. If, if, you, if you can, please, uh, please give it a click. They have worldwide shipping, uh, free shipping after a certain benchmark has been reached. So don't feel as though this is a, a Wales or a UK-based uh, plug. It is certainly for anyone across the globe. If you're already going to buy something, you may as well help out a small store um, and at the same time help out the show as well, because that'll keep the lights on. Right. Um, and yeah, so I, that's everything for me. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm ready to sign off. Well, I've I signed off a couple of minutes ago because I'm ready to start putting this this game to paper now. All right. Well, it's bye from me. It's bye from me. So that was our episode on Arkham Asylum, Serious House on Serious Earth. Hope you got some good ideas out of it. So next time you need something that inspires you, you won't just theorize but adventurize. And if you do, please let us know. Um, all the social links to socials found in the show notes and we'll catch you next time <laughs>